cliffcentral.com. All right, well, sport and money. Okay, there's two things that are great, sport and money. I've just given you the sport, and he's going to give you the money. What's going on? Good morning, Ben. Oh. Uh, there we go. And she's on. Good morning. Yay. <laughs> I did think it was money that made the world go round. How wrong of me. It's clearly sport. <laughs> Lots to talk about today. She says in an Iron Man jersey. <laughs> I mean, Actually. We're going to walk into something here. Yeah. <laughs> And just fresh out of the pool, as you can see. Again, yes. it's my Monday thing now. <laughs> so much to talk about. Markets had a nice little bounce yesterday, uh, last week, midweek bounce, shall we call it, after the U.S. attempted to restart trade talks with China, which is really weird because just a week before that, Donald Trump had said, I'm ready to go with another $60 billion of trade tariffs if I want to on Chinese goods. So nobody knows what's going on as Treasury Secretary Mnuchin invited Chinese officials to a meeting. Uh, It's it's all very bizarre. And then you think we've got problems with interest rates in our economy. Last week, Turkey hiked interest rates by 6.25% to 24%. Ours is about, what, 10% at the moment? And we're struggling and we're worried about... 24%. For interest rates, yes, from the bank. Wow. Very scary. Which is a massive shock because, I mean, they've got that democracy, which is basically a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There we go. There's the connection. There go. It's been run by a prick. So, Erdogan, the problem that – how it all started was that, one, he wanted to infer- interfere with a central bank. He made his son-in-law, I believe it was, the head of the central bank. Yep. Yeah, was it something like that? Yeah. And he called interest rate hikes evil. Um our wow. cent- so we no listen we, none of us like interest rate hikes we don't want to pay more for stuff right we definitely don't want to borrow for more interest than we should but the point is that sometimes you need it um and he seems like he saved it all up for when his hand was forced last week it did help though the turkish lira strengthened 6% immediately on that in fact, even the rand strengthened from it was trading at about fourteen ninety six that morning to fourteen sixty six. I see it's back at fourteen ninety three this morning, oh. which is a bit disappointing. I'm not sure why. Um, it it could just be an Asian sell off, and then it kind of bounces back when our market opens up at nine o'clock. And then there's something I have to weigh in on. The GEPF, the Government Employee Pension Fund, said last week that they want to be less dependent on the local market and take some of their investments offshore. Now, one of the things that I That's always… That's interesting. Government doesn't want to be part of here. Mm-hmm. They it's don't want to be invested in the local stock market. Because it's going so badly. I wonder why. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? Never. <laughs> never. Um, never. Never. <laughs> And so, yeah, so the state pension fund looks like it's going to shift billions offshore. And one of the problems here is that normally good financial sense means that you should have the majority of your assets where your liabilities lie because you don't know what's going to happen to the RAND. So even though you could make a potentially higher return offshore, when the RAND blows out or or when the RAND strengthens, I should say, it's the other way around, and you want to bring that money back, it's actually worth less. Somebody at the GEPF hasn't thought this through carefully enough. Mm. A little bit of good news. Moody's did say that South Africa is likely to avoid a Turkey-type crisis. Thank goodness. Um, they are watching carefully ahead of the um, October medium-term budget policy statement, which is on the 24th of October. 
Um, all of that was a little bit surprising because business confidence came in last week at a 12-month low, which was very bad. But Moody said because we've got deep and liquid local debt and capital markets and we are able to hedge our currency, they're looking for debt to stabilize at around 60% of GDP, that we're going to be okay, which was nice to hear. Um, hard to believe, but nice to hear. Hard to believe, especially after that business confidence number. And then also mining production, very disappointing, came in at um, 8.6% lower month on month, 5.2% um, lower year on year. So in other words, there's another industry that's just going absolutely nowhere. It's the mining industry. Yeah, between mining and agriculture. Yeah. Well, this, that's how you move money offshore, I guess. Very difficult. And then on top of that, Impala Platinum reported their full year results to the end of June. They made a loss of 10.8 billion rand. Oh. That's a lot of money. They had an impairment write down of 13.6 billion rand. Um, they've done a couple of things right though. So they've, they've managed really to maintain costs. Unfortunately, they're continuing to decrease their labor count. They're closing down some mines due to this restructuring because things are just not that good. It isn't, it is a platinum company. And just think about the surge in electric cars and the trend where the trend is going, right? And the biggest use for platinum, catalytic converters in yes, cars. Yes, we spoke about that on Friday with George, yeah. Uh-huh. And so obviously this is a problem. Um, it, it's a difficult, very, very difficult situation. Um, so yes, and I know that all the miners are complaining because they're not getting the right increases and they want more money, but it's that or mine closures. So take your pick. Which we had recently as well. And we've had a big layoff of the miners, so that's a reality. It's not exactly somewhere. It's here already. I'm afraid, and it's going to continue, as yeah. Impala Platinum have said. Um, and then we should talk a little bit, not too much, though, please, about Apple. They released their new phone last week. <laughs> I heard they did something so revolutionary. Tell me. Dual SIM. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. dual SIM. That leads very nicely into African Rainbow Capital Investments. Uh, they released their results. And their main kind of topic of conversation at the results presentation was rain last week. And rain is the new mobile or, or not mobile, the m new data provider, basically. It's Michael Jordan's company. Yep. Uh, Patrice Matsepe has invested into it. And they're saying they will give you very cheap mobile data. Hmm. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But the problem is they don't provide handsets and no contracts. So where are you going to get your handset? Unless you're paying upfront and having to change your number to go to rain, what's the point? So, Anthea, I don't, mean, I don't want to steal your story here, but for the lay person, you have a contract, and the worst thing about contracts is data. You can buy contracts, okay? So let's say, for example, the big red company, whatever, they'll say, right, for 600 rand a, a month, you can get a phone that you kind of like, We'll give you SMSs. We'll give you off-peak minutes, all these things that you couldn't care about, and we'll give you like 500 megs of data. And you think, well, that's stupid because what I really want is I want data. I don't want SMSs, and I don't really care about be speaking to people. Whereas now you can go, okay, cool. I'll take your contract when you give me a phone because I can't afford to buy the thing by itself. But now I will get Rain's data, put it on my second SIM, 
bingo bango, I don't have to then up- upload my data with you people who are charging me a fortune. That's exactly right. That's why the new Apple phone is such a win for rain. So rain only at this stage, well, at this stage, to the end of June when they report it. They don't have to report. So we get th- these results through African Rainbow Capital. Um, had 5,000 clients only without any marketing, although I guess, Michael, your Don is a walking marketing machine, mm-hmm. one-man marketing machine. Um, and so, so yeah, and, and I think really that is Rain's, that's the way they're going to go, right? They're going to have to get people to offer dual SIM phones and then use the data. Well, thankfully, people will be having, offering dual SIM phones for ages now. It's just that Apple is so, <laughs> as always, behind the curve. There's many, many Android phones at various price points where you can get the dual SIM already. Yeah, I used to use one in Tunisia and I left there in 20, 11 or 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was a while ago. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, welcome to the world, Apple. I mean, it's not called XS for nothing, right? Another Apple phone XS. Oh. And then there's an there's an XR as well, which is, they say, more affordable. How much are these phones? Do you have any idea? By the time they come here, too much. Mm. We did a That's little conversion last week. I think it was retailing for fourteen or 15,000 rand. It'll be like a little bit more than the last one. Uh, but the, the so the XR essentially is you don't have the dual camera, you got a good camera, and you're not going to have as much uh, storage space. But you still have the ability to have an iPhone X in your jean pant with and the f- fancy oh. big screen. Hmm? Yeah, corner to corner with a notch. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Investec Asset Management said they were demerging from the big Investec group and going to list separately. Hendrik de Toy's little baby, I think he's very excited about this. Stephen Kossif, the CEO and founder, of course, I think is a little bit sad. Um, I, I, I mean, I think this is a great way of unlocking value with Investec at the moment. Their primary listing will be on the London Stock Exchange, secondary listing on Johannesburg. And then another South African company, which got absolutely decimated last week was Aspen Pharmaceuticals. So there's a couple of things here. Um, so when you say decimated, like to what level? Down 30%. Okay, that's big. That's a lot. <laughs> In two days. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> so the firstly, they announced that they were selling their infant milk formula business. They said initially they were going to sell it for between one and one and a half billion dollars. They eventually sold it for about $750 million. And the difference between that is 10 billion rand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Bit of a discount. <laughs> yeah, you could call it that. Um, and then they were, they reported a 10% increase in normalized headline earnings per share, which you would think would be okay in this environment, but actually the market was expecting around 18%. Revenue improved by 3%, but the market was expecting seven, seven and a half. And so it was just a matter of constant disappointment. I didn't think that it would be that big a deal that we had all these, they, they literally missed on every line item in their financial statement. And I didn't think it would be that big a deal, but the market obviously didn't like it. Share down, as I said, over 30% in two days. And I think what's happening though, because Steven Saad is, he's the CEO and founder, is a real salesman. He, you know, charismatic. Everybody likes him. He's always got a great story. He's built a fantastic company. And unfortunately now when the market's difficult and because he's turned from being organic growth company to an acquisitive company, now that the market's difficult and he can't issue shares or debt at a premium, this company actually just looks hugely indebted and unfortunately unable to continue bootstrapping these acquisitions. And that's what the market, I believe, is saying. Overly indebted, 
and just no growth without bootstrapping. Bit of a shame, um, and we'll have to see where it goes. But it's kind of like the All Blacks, you know. You, they, every, they just keep doing everything right until one day they don't. Yeah, but then they'll do everything right again the next week, though. Let's hope so. Well. Well, in Aspen's case, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Anthea. Bring a bit of sport to the finance. <laughs> Always. Thanks, Show skills. All right. So if you uh, enjoy Anthea, as we all do, go on to cliffcentral.com and you can find the Money Shot page there. And, uh, yeah, she brings us up to speed every single week on a Monday. Cliffcentral.com.